A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long tube with a bunch of demons. We believe that human beings are demons. Oh, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son... <laughs> Right? 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. And right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 13. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Psalm 14, 1 says, The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. And we use that verse today because our false teacher of the week this week is none other than Mr. Richard Dawkins. So, probably one of the most well-known atheists uh, in the world. And outspoken, very uh, celebrated among those who are fools who are willing to say that there is no God. So, again, just a little background. The Master's Dog, False Teacher of the Week, is a podcast where we go through this intro video from this podcast and break down every teacher that's in there, every person that appears in that video. If you're listening online... uh, There is an intro video. You should go to YouTube and check it out and see all the different... You can hear the the voices throughout, but you can see all the different false teachers that are um, represented in that introduction video. And so I'm going week by week 
identifying them because some people didn't know who everybody is in that video and some people didn't understand why they were false teachers. So this is just kind of a breakdown of that. And then I intend to continue this on beyond the video into just other false teachers of the week. I'm open to receiving suggestions from anybody who wants to. And I have a few lined up already who are going to be that. So intro uh, information's done back to Richard Dawkins. So Richard Dawkins is again, probably one of the most well-known atheists out there. Uh, does, doesn't do a whole lot of debates like Christopher Hitchens did. Christopher Hitchens was always willing to, to jump into a debate with, um, I think he did a debate with Doug Wilson. He may have debated uh, James White. Um, he was always willing before he passed away to do debates. You don't see a whole lot of that from Richard Dawkins. So, um, but yeah, so probably most well known for writing the book, The God Delusion. Um, basically, you know, he, I haven't read the, the book. Uh, I have no need to read the book. Um, I know people who have. And so basically this was just his book, a magnificent book, bold and wise, lucid and wise is what the, uh, the little, um, endorsement there is, but basically this is a book that, that caused a whole lot of people, um, probably 10 years ago, I want to say the early 2000s, somewhere between 2010 and 2012, where there was this rash of people hitting YouTube and the internet and social media, uh, doing, taking the, the blasphemy challenge, the blaspheming the Holy Spirit. So people jumping on, just recording themselves saying, I don't believe in this and I blaspheme the whole, and, you know, just making fools of themselves uh, in uh, these things saying, well, we're willing to, to commit the unforgivable sin because we just do not believe God. And again, all fools uh, who say in their heart, there is no God. But a lot of that stemmed out of this book paired with a, a group of people who were um, devout followers of Richard Dawkins, the, what, what did they call themselves? The Rational Responders, Brian Senti, Sapient, um, I can't remember the girl's name, Kelly or something like that. Uh, they debated uh, Kurt Cameron and Ray Comfort uh, at one point. So again, a lot of this stuff, people who follow after Richard Dawkins um, follow along those lines. So. The biggest thing that the people probably have heard Richard Dawkins and the, what I know him for more than anything um, is he, he did uh, he appeared in Ben Stein's show. This has been a long time ago. I actually was going to go back and watch this movie again because it was really good when it came out. Again, I want to say it was early 2000 teens, um, maybe late 2000s, like somewhere between 2009 and 2012 uh, again when this this movie came out i can't think i don't think it was much later than that i know he lived here in utah when it came out so um that was you know he he appeared in the movie sorry i lost my train of thought for a sec he appeared in that movie and made um a statement that was really um amazing and and really quite ironic in its uh scope so we're going to take a look at that we're going to let, uh, hear, listen to Richard Dawkins from, uh, just a little two minute clip from, um, expelled Ben Stein's movie, Richard Dawkins and how earth may have life may have come to the earth. Let's check this out. Design 
might turn out to be uh, the answer to some issues in uh, genetics or in, well, in evolution. It could, could come about in the following way. It could be that uh, at some earlier time, somewhere in the universe, a civilization e evolved by probably some kind of Darwinian means to a very, very high level of technology and designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this, this planet. Um, now, th that is a possibility and an intriguing possibility. Mm. And I suppose it's possible that you might find evidence for that if you look at the, um, at the detail, details of biochemistry, molecular biology, you might find a signature of some sort of designer. Wait a second. Richard Dawkins thought intelligent design might be a legitimate pursuit? Um, and that designer could well be a higher intelligence from elsewhere in the universe. Well, but okay. that higher intelligence would itself have had to have come about by some explicable or ultimately explicable process. It couldn't have just jumped into existence spontaneously. That's the point. So Professor Dawkins was not against intelligent design, just certain types of designers, such as God. So the, the Hebrew God, the God of the Old Testament, he doesn't exist in your view? Um, Certainly, I mean, that would be a very unpleasant problem. Well, then who did create the heavens? All right, so um, a very unpleasant proposition uh, that uh, the Hebrew God, the creator God, could exist. But life could have come from aliens. It, you know, it could have uh, been seeded on this planet from a highly evolved, intelligent design. Uh, is all possible, but we can't give any credit to God. Why would somebody go that far? Why would someone say, okay, I can't, I can't agree with, with a God concept because that's delusional, but maybe it was a highly evolved alien species that created life and seeded this planet. And the reality is, is again, we come back to that whole foolishness aspect of what we see in Psalms as somebody who um, just does not want to accept the accountability that is required when you acknowledge the fact that there is a creator God. So again, those who, who love their sin, those who don't want to submit to a higher, uh, higher authority than themselves, someone who, who wants to uh, just be the captain of their own destiny, right? And, uh, and this is where we find Richard Dawkins. And this is the dangerous teachings that come from him to all the people who are willing to watch um, the, the, the things that he puts out, the, the information that he gives, the books that he writes, um, all of that wrapped up in the fact that, that he absolutely is not willing to even give any kind of of possibility to God, but yet willing to go stretch beyond the the means of most people's wildest imaginations to come up with why life exists, because it can't possibly be, be, be God, because then I would have to start going down this path of going, okay, if this God exists, I should really investigate of who he is, how he reveals himself, and what he requires of us. And that is, that is a path that the majority of your atheists will never be willing to walk. Because they, they don't want to be, 
They don't want the accountability. They don't want the to realize that there's a point where they have to repent of their sin, put their faith and trust in something else other than themselves and their their science and and so on. And again, don't don't hear me say that science is a bad thing. Science is a fantastic thing when appropriately applied under the auspices of which God gave it to us. Again, with without recognizing the fact that there is a God that that he exists that he uh, basically aligns with the laws of logic and uh, and gave us science to fall into the consistency that is like of himself, then science doesn't work. If everything is random and chaotic, then science should not work. The scientific method of controlled experimentation and so on should not work. But we have a God who set out the laws of nature, made them constant and consistent, and like he is himself, in his own nature and gave us the ability to work science so science is great but when you take science and you elevate it to the the idolatry that most atheists do that it becomes their god it becomes their source of of reason and salvation without looking beyond of where science came from then you have horrifying false teachers that that are presenting stuff that are just drawing people away from from the truth of god and the truth of the gospel by the droves it makes it to the point where i mean literally the science science that um richard dawkins and and many have presented without uh the ability to go back to where there is a firm foundation of of God behind this has allowed people, and I'm not saying that Richard Dawkins does, because I don't think Richard Dawkins falls into the category. He might. I I haven't looked much into him recently. But he may be one of the people that believes that that you can be boy, girl, any number of 57 different made-up genders and call that science. Again, we, we... we, we dealt with today out of the uh, abortion uh, mill doing ministry out there. There was somebody that came up that I wasn't 100% sure if it was a dude or a woman. But this is this is a world that, that claims to believe science, but yet they're willing to say that, well, you know, even though you've got all the parts of a boy, you, and just because you feel pretty, you can say you're a girl. And that is the result of a science that does not have a firm foundation in the constancy, the consistency, the logic, and the, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Preeminent intelligence that is God. Without that, your science is really useless. Without that, anything you try to figure out without a looking at a, a constant of some kind a uncaused cause, a creator being, loses a lot of it and it, it, it becomes the ability to just make up whatever you want and call it science and call it, call it reality. You know, the, the multiverse theories and stuff like that. You know, I, I look at that, that's science fiction. I don't think there's any science behind it, behind the idea that there are millions if not an infinite number of multiverses out there that are you know where we all exist in some other shape or form or whatever you know that that's science fiction that's not science to me 
because there's no consistency behind it. I, I can just come up with anything, you know, and that's how many people where Richard Dawkins gives you an example where he's like, well, maybe aliens seeded the planet. Other people are like, well, we exist because of the multiverse theory. Well, that's a, that's a, it's a cop out of science because you're trying to prove something that cannot ever, ever be proven to attest for the fact that life exists here because you refuse to believe in God. And that's the, what the danger is of the majority of your atheists that are out there. So there you go, guys. There's your false teacher of the week this week, Richard Dawkins, uh, number 13. Uh, we will continue on next week with another atheist um, that uh, will be entertaining, uh, probably to say the least, with some video clips we'll find from him. So there's a little teaser. Um, I hope you found this helpful. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.